0: Welcome in everybody back to another episode of Dom. That's true, of course. With your, I'm your host Truman the Steam Machine Steen, and I'm here with the Beast with the Least Owen Domination Seven Dom Owen. How are you doing?
1: You really saved that. You have been waiting a full <laughs> week to say continuity, that. Continuity. Oh my. Continuity. How's it going,
0: man? It's going alright, man. I'm surviving my Tuesday. Obviously, we're a little later than usual. We're normally I think at 7:30 uh, Central Time. We're at 8:30 Central Time today. We had to move Grub Buds because yesterday was another Islanders playoff W. So we can we didn't do Grub Buds on that day, so we moved it to Tuesday today. Um, but I've got a packed show for you. Are you ready to talk about all this stuff? Uh, you know, I, it, it never looks like a packed show when I first send the script. And yeah. then I start filling out all the things that I want to say about the show. And all of a sudden, it's a very packed show that we've got coming up. Alright, I'm better. So uh, we're gonna talk about the Islanders playoff week in review. You know, we're gonna talk uh, they had a game three overtime loss at home. They had a game four uh good win at home, and then a game five win in Boston. So now the Islanders are up three two. We'll talk about all three of those wins or losses. All three of those games. How about that total? Uh oh, and in that segment, Owen, oh, we're gonna have to discuss uh if the Islanders are getting all the calls or not. I know your feelings on it, but we will uh kinda we'll take an objective look at it. Here. All right. All right. We'll do our best. We'll do as good as we can possibly do.
1: Do you have, do you have like, I don't know how we're going to do that though. Do you have like a, are you going to like pull up? I've got stats. Oh, you uh, you got it? I've got stats. I got playoff stats. I I figured. I figured. I was just wondering. That's why I, I I mean, I should have just trusted you. Trust me. This bullet point,
0: that bullet point talking about power play stuff is, uh, it's about eight bullet points worth of stuff. So we'll see how that goes. All right, all right. Uh, trust, so we'll I talk We'll talk about moment. all three of those Islanders games. We'll talk about uh, – we'll do an around-the-league segment. Uh, you know, the Jets swept the Canadians. The Golden Knights have uh, tied their series. And uh, the Lightning finished off the Hurricanes this afternoon, actually. So Nine, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about all of those. Uh, Owen, will have a hockey term for you. I'll have a hot hockey team. We'll do a little health week recap. Uh, and we'll talk NBA, actually. We're going to talk about just a smidgy-widge of NBA. The Lakers are eliminated, what? so we're going to talk about – Uh, Maybe NBA playoff favorites or our favorite teams remaining in the NBA playoffs. And then we're going to cap it all off with the top five of the week being our favorite colors. And then uh, a pop culture minute. So a lot of stuff going on here. Big episode for Dom. That's true. Number 40. Another milestone hit, folks. We're coming up on a year. It's coming up. And then, you know, but by the time we hit another year, it'll be, uh,
1: you know. In person. We'll be able to, like, clink some beers together during the show. You know, it's going to be.
0: Right, it'll be a lot. There'll be a lot of stuff going on, but yeah. For now, uh, welcome in everybody to another episode of Dom. That's true. As we said, we've got a lot going on for you. Let's get started. We'll get right into it with the Islanders talk. Uh, So as we talked about since we last saw you on Tuesday, uh, there's an Islanders game on Wednesday, Friday, and no wait, Wednesday, no, Thursday, Saturday, and Monday. Uh, Game three was on Thursday. The Islanders lost in overtime at home. Uh, Well. uh, We'll, well, we'll just start with that before we, before we get ahead of ourselves here. The Islanders tied it up with five and a half mi- minutes remaining. Uh, the, the Bruins scored a goal in the first period, which has been Varlamov's kind of hers, uh, his Achilles heel, almost. Yeah. He's been shutting down the Bruins. He owned the Bruins during the regular season also. But when it comes to uh, giving up goals early, he's bad at it. He always gives up a goal early. So the Bruins scored in the first period uh, to go up 1-0. The Islanders tie it at 1-1 with five and a half minutes remaining in the, th- in the third period. Uh, they go They go into the overtime. They have seven shots in three minutes after having, I don't know, probably 25 shots the entire game. Uh, they have seven shots. Less. I
1: think it was like 17 shots, Trimit. I think it was like yeah. a very ridiculously small number.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that in game five. Game five was even more ridiculous to, if you want to look at it. <laughs> uh, but like had no shots. They get into overtime. They have seven shots in three minutes. Uh, and then Varlamov gives up an easy backhander from Brad Marchand on that left wing side. Uh,
1: uh um, oh hold on, dude. That's, that was a, that shot was insane. That
0: shot was dude, not, I mean, it's one of those dude, where you dump it towards the net and then somehow it went in.
1: It was corner down, dude. Come on. Like you have to, I, I hate Brad again, Marchand. As much again, that's
0: one guy. of those, that's one of those, you flick at the net and hope it goes in and he got lucky and it went. Dude, in. that was. There, he was not was, planning, but he wasn't planning to score that goal. Oh, he didn't I, see I'm an sure opening. he wasn't planning. He just flipped it. But he just flipped it. That was, it.
1: that was a perfect shot, man. You, you have to give some credit to Brad Marchand. Corner down? Are you joking? Like, it's one of those shots that, like, like from an Islanders' point of view, yeah, you probably should have saved that. But like, basically every neutral fan that I know that was like just watching sports that day was just like, "Holy shit, what a shot!" And I was it's like, a "Good shot." Brad Mar
0: Brad Marchand is that Marchand? Mar Marchand?
1: Isn't either? I don't, I've heard both. I don't.
0: Yeah, uh, he's he's had a good series. I'm not gonna lie to you for the Bruins, he's had a pretty pretty insane bonkers kind of series, honestly, yeah. where he's really. He's really had – he had a, he had an incredible goal last night uh, in game five there.
1: Not enough to get it done, but – He did th- he did also completely bungle uh, what would have been the game-tying goal. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Which was oh. hilarious, by the way. He had a double oh. chance on it, whiffed on – fanned on the first one, then had a chance for an easy tuck-in and just slid it across the but, crease.
0: But nothing will be as open as that, I think, posture knock's – Wide oh, my open gosh, shot yeah, in the first holy period. Shit. So uh, to, to paint a picture for you guys, Pashrenok, uh, you know, one of the – he's been a thorn in the side of the Islanders all, all series. He's had a really good uh, 20, 2021 playoffs. Uh, wide open left side. I mean, the goalie literally wasn't even, like, anywhere close to that. He got pulled to the right side. It was a textbook one timer. he hit it over to the other guy. The net is wide open. It was so wide open that he shot it, and he was on the left side, and it went off the right post, and he missed. It was so, so, so that's how unblocked it went, as it went across the entire goal.
1: For yeah. a comparison, it's like uh, <coughs> all those times in college football when you see somebody, like, breaking for the end zone and there's no one there to stop them, and then they drop the ball before the end zone. Yeah. That, that's what this was like. It, yeah, Insanely free, and you just...
0: When there's a br- breakaway layup and the guy slams it into the rim. That's essentially what happened here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and with nobody chasing him down. I mean, wide open. I mean, he could have taken... Two seconds to shoot it and made it, but instead he rushes the shot, goes off the pole. But that's hockey. That's how we talked about it last episode, where Bruins fans talk about how the Islanders get lucky, and I think every hockey goal is technically lucky, probably. Uh, so, <clears throat> so Varlamov starts off slow in that one, uh, which has been a recurring theme. But now uh, the Islanders win in Game Four. They have a convincing win. They win four-one uh, again. The Bruins scored first, I believe, in this game, and actually yep. something that's now happened because the Islander because the Bruins. Also scored first in Game Five. No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: They scored it. They scored with like within like three minutes. It was like I'm not sure. 30. I'm
0: not actually sure they ever had the lead in Game Five.
1: Yeah. No. They scored first. 100. percent I promise.
0: Oh, you're right. You're right. Uh. But so the Islanders won Game Four and Game Five. The Bruins scored first in both those games. So now because of Varlamov giving up a goal randomly in the first period both those times, I think they've had five comeback wins this playoff, which makes them <laughs> the fifth playoff team ever have uh, to win five games that they were trailing in the same postseason and the islanders t- own four of those teams four of those playoff teams that have done that have been the new york islanders which is I, just a weird stat that's one of those weird ones it doesn't really mean anything but it means it's weird that's
1: that's what i'll tell yeah, you that's one of those awesome sports moments i i loved reading that stat that's hilarious an
0: epic an epic sports moment for sure uh but game four is a convincing win the islanders won 4-1 Uh, There's no power play goals uh, on this one for the Islanders. The Bruins uh, only score one goal, and it comes off of the power play. Uh, This was a must win for the Islanders. They were down 2-1. They had just lost a game at home after stealing a game in Boston. We always talk about, you know, you steal one from the home team at the beginning of the series, and then you flip home field advantage, and then you have to keep home field advantage. Then they lost game three. So then they already lost home field advantage, and you can't go back to Boston down 3-1 after losing two at your own barn. So the Islanders get it done in Game Four. They win four-one. Uh, it wasn't. It's again one of those games. I I I had dominating. Then I switched it to, con- to convincing. The Islanders it were was, really.
1: It was two-one for most of the game.
0: No, it was tied one-one for most of the game. The Islanders scored with five and a half minutes left to go up two-one. Oh, that's And right. then put and then in scored two more. And then put in two yeah. em- empty netters. One with four seconds left. So, by my man uh, JPG Jean Gabriel Pajal. Uh, so he he scored uh, to, to make it four one. The Islanders again a convincing win, but on paper, but not as convincing. You know, it was closer than it looks there. But Barzal gets one in there with uh, five and a half minutes left. Barzal really coming on all of a sudden. He's really he's had yeah. I think three or three or four uh, straight games with points. You know, an assist he or a goal. Have,
1: he must have been reading Twitter or something, dude.
0: People have said you know, and announcers are saying that it, it looks like he's learning how to play in the playoffs. Is and that there's there an article on NHL.com today about how you can tell Barzell's hustle, learning to hustle at the right points and hit and you know stealing possessions for his team and keeping the puck within control and he really is he's really coming into his own and I really I think that's a very fun thing to watch develop with Matt Barzell because you know he's got the skills and now it's time to get the knowledge and you know this is what it takes to become a captain you know is is. He's, you know, whenever Anders Lee moves on, or we have Josh Bailey or Brock Nelson move on or move somewhere else, uh, Barzal is probably next in line for that captain position. You know, to get a to get an A, you know, assistant captain or get a or get the captain, you know, on his chest. Uh, Anders Lee will be the guy for a while until until is ready. But Barzal probably your next captain in New York, I would say, and I think that's I think it's very interesting. Uh, to watch him kind of progress and learn how to play in the playoffs and you know become that leadership role so yeah,
1: i think that's going to be really exciting and, i can't wait for it.
0: and i think if the islanders make it through this and if they somehow get through toronto or you, you know the lightning in the next round uh then i mean i think that'll be a big storyline is is the progression of matt barzell i think that'll be uh, a big one
1: yeah I'm just, I'm just excited for the rest of this playoffs.
0: yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh Game five, which is, is the reason that I think you're excited and I'm excited for the rest of these playoffs, uh, kind of convinced us and turned it around for us. Uh, game five was a, again, I put question mark dominating win. Uh, not as I, close as it looked. It wasn't as close as it looked, but it still felt close there at the end. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, so the Islanders, again, Bruins go up 1-0. The Islanders re- answer. They go up 2-1. I think it's tied 2-2 at the end of the first period. Yeah. Uh, the Islanders then put in two goals in the th- in the second period to go up four uh, two. One one was a tic tac goal for uh, Josh Bailey, and another one, uh, maybe Pajow? I'm maybe. pretty sure it was
1: a banger from Nelson, right?
0: No, Nelson's was in the fifth. It uh, was in the third period. He scored the fifth goal. It doesn't really matter. At the at the end of two, the Islanders tied two two with the Bruins. Uh, Brock Nelson puts one in in the third period to go up five uh, uh,
1: two. It was three goals in the in the second period.
0: I don't think that's true either. <laughs>
1: I'm looking at it right now. We scored one in the first, three in the second. It was one-one going into the second. Oh. Then we scored. Then they scored. Then we scored two oh, more. Oh. Okay.
0: Conference. I was like, "Are you sure?" But okay. So I got. Okay. I mixed a goal up there. So yeah, you're good. So we had the one goal. That's right. It was one-one at the end of. Okay. Fair enough. Uh Thank you, Owen. Always keeping me honest. I got you. Uh. So that happens, and yeah. So we see we see one-one at the end of the first. There's three goals scored in the second, and a third goal from uh. I believe that was Brock Nelson, yeah, scored in the third to put it up 5-2. Then the Bruins uh, don't do anything for a while. Oh, Well, they actually have a power play goal, scored again. Well, and and, and that that would be a key thing that we'd be missing here is that in Game 5, the Islanders scored five goals, and they went three for four on the power plays, which, again, this is a team that was 18.8% efficient on their power play goal percentage in the regular season.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And in the playoffs, they've been, uh, or in this series, they've had a forty percent power play. That's crazy! Search. Oh
1: my god!
0: That's a bonker stat. That, uh, I mean, <laughs> again, if you can't shut down that that power play team that went eighteen and eighteen point eight percent in the regular season, one of the bottom, I think they were twentieth in the re- in, in of yeah, in really. the NHL in the regular season. If you can't stop those guys, then you can blame the refs all you want, but at the same time, that is your fault, <laughs> and that's. That's what we're about to get into here is we've got to start talking about this. Uh, but before we do that, uh, so three of the goals from the Islanders were power play goals. Uh, the Bruins scored a power play goal to go up five, to uh, narrow it down to 5-3. Uh, they score a goal with five minutes left to bring it into a, or yeah, with 5 with five seventeen left. They tie it up at 5-4. And Barry Trotz, and this, is, and this is the thing about Barry Trots that makes him one of the best coaches of all time. He pulls, he calls the timeout. He pulls his players over to the bench, and they talk about it. He said, He said to them, you know, just calm down, guys. Just take a breath. We're still up one. There's five minutes left. And, you know, you could feel it slipping away. I know you felt uh-huh. it. We both felt yeah, it. It felt dude. like then, it was that, slipping then, away.
1: The momentum was like, I don't know. I put, I've cheered for a lot of teams that, I mean, well, fresh off this Tottenham season, man, where we gave up the most points, the second most points in the league from yeah. winning positions. So I'm, I was like, dang, dude. The Islanders are going to do it, too.
0: I mean, even the Chiefs, we've watched them blow games like that. So, I mean, it's not, yeah. you know, it's not an unknown thing for us. And uh, for luckily sure. it works out. They get it done. Uh, they end up shutting them out for the for the last five minutes there. They win a the, – uh, off with a really good save with about five seconds left. Casey Zekas wins the faceoff. Uh, and then it's – uh and that's it. And it's done.
1: Real heads-up play, I think, from Zekas to pin whoever had that puck at the very end of the game to the yep. wall. Yep, yep. Absolutely
0: – Great job there. Uh, so the Islanders end up winning that game five four. And here's the thing that we need to talk about is that the Islanders, uh, on Twitter, the Bruins fans, as Bruins fans will do, you know, Boston sports, they will always cry about refs whenever they don't win. It's either you're lucky or it's refs. We saw it with the Patriots. We've seen it with the Celtics. We've seen it, and we're seeing it here now with the Bruins because, of course, that's what Boston fans do. So I'm here to lay out the facts. So, I'm ready. Here's what here's what I'm here to tell you. So the Islanders do have some of the least playoff or uh, penalty minutes called for them. So 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 here's here's the weird stat. It, it feels odd to say pen, penalty. There will be penalty minutes and then penalty minutes against. Penalty minutes are fouls that you committed that your team is in the box. Penalty minutes against will be the times that the other team is in the box. All right. Let's just get that All through right. now. So. All right. The Islanders, uh, again, like I said, the first first and foremost, the Islanders were 18.8% successful in the power play goal percentage in the regular season. If you allow them 40% on their power play goals in the series, like the Islanders have had, then you're bad. That's a bad job. (laughs) And that's what the Bruins have done. The Bruins have done that this series. Uh, But the Islanders have had 15 power play opportunities this series. The Bruins have had 11. But the Bruins are also converting at an extremely high rate. They're also converting at, they're converting at 45.5%. They've scored (laughs) five goals on 11 power plays. And that's also way above their regular season percentage. And again, playoff hockey is always going to be a little different, but at the end of the day, neither of these teams should be complaining because they're converting their penalties at an extremely high rate. So, you know, again, I talk about the Islanders have a 40% goal percentage. uh, And, Boston has a, has this 45.5% goal percentage or power play percentage. Uh, the Islanders scored six goals off power plays and the Bruins have scored five goals off power plays. So the, uh, so the Bruins have one less goal on power plays this, this series than the Islanders. And for the record, I mean, that makes up as, so the Islanders have played, have scored uh 10, 13. They've scored 12 or sorry, 15 goals this series. So again, 40% of their goals have been power play goals.
1: So, I mean, <laughs> that's so bad. And
0: that's that's a crazy percentage. But at the same time, Boston has scored, uh, let's see, they've scored 5, 7, 10, 15 goals. And, five of, and 33% of their goals are power play goals. Both of those are extremely high numbers. And I think maybe we can all probably agree, maybe the refs are getting too involved.
1: But I don't know. Uh, I, don't I mean, know. I, I think they could. I think there could have been some more whistles. I think the Isles got lucky on a couple calls, and I think the the Bruins certainly got cup lucky on a couple calls. That, I mean, at, that didn't happen.
0: At the end of the day, it's playoff hockey. There's always going to be tougher calls. It isn't like the NFL. The NFL, it's always hyper aggressive because the refs don't want to have a blown call that cost them the game. So, right. but also, so even coming into this game, uh, I didn't run. The, I guess I didn't run the numbers coming in. But of the eight teams remaining right now, Boston has the fourth most penalty minutes, which, again, shows that they're in the top half of penalty minutes. But they've only had eight more penalty minutes than the Islanders have had in this
1: series. So that four more penalties.
0: They've had four more penalties. Like we said, four more power plays. And the Islanders only converted one extra goal compared Damn, to Boston. Damn, bro. Right.
1: Biased refs. Biased refs. Right, and again, we're, the series. We're,
0: we're, we're throwing weird things onto it like that. So... And and again before and before this game, this last game, where the Islanders went three for four on their power plays, they would have had they would have gone three for eleven. So, <laughs> which is not good. Which is not yeah, which which is about where their season percentage was. You guys had a bad power play game, and so now you want to blame the refs. And they want they've been wanting to blame the refs the entire time, which is insane considering that the Islanders have only have gone three for had gone three for eleven up until this game, and they had already been blaming the refs. And then the Islanders finally got had a successful power play, uh, you know, like you do. You get hot in the playoffs or whatever. You know, Barry Trotz, again, runs great plays for it. And, uh, again, just, you know, whooped it. I mean, you know, whooped him on the power play. Uh, so, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I don't
1: know so, what to tell Bruins fans, Truman. We, don't toss the puck directly out of play. That is a penalty. Will be called anytime. time. Doesn't even involve the Islanders. Right, to- and- don't punch players in the head. They even got also away will it. be I mean, called
0: every time. They well, not even every time. They elbowed Scott Mayfield again. Scott mayfield That's had true. a hell of a series. i What was it? Was it the Penguins game? Maybe I think it was yeah. the Penguins series where he got who got high stabbed st- in
1: the balls. Barzell got stabbed Barzell. in the balls. Yeah,
0: and, and they called that a minor. That was insane. He but Barzell Barzell did cross check him in the back three times, which did get called, and then that guy turns around and hits Barzell in the nuts with the stick.
1: Yeah, probably but I mean, a, th- that that kind of cross check just doesn't get called that much.
0: No, it doesn't. And we talked about it. I talked about it on Twitter. I said, in the playoffs, maybe they called that slashing like they did, but in the regular season, that's probably a spear, and that player's probably kicked out. And they also probably would have called goalie interference on on that mar- on the on the goal yeah. that tied it up in uh, Boston, or in that or in that or they would have called.
1: Yeah, goalie, goalie interference, interference against
0: Boston. Against Boston, yeah, in game in game five, or game four, uh, but they didn't. They didn't call it, and then they counted. So there's a lot of things where it's like, all right, let's you know, what are we doing here?
1: Well, cross checking is also one of those things that's also super subjective. Right. And those kind of cross checks generally only get called if the player goes down. It's kind of like fouls in soccer or right. holding it or holding in football. A lot of the time, if you're getting held on a route in football and you don't like make a fuss about it you try to play through the refs just let you play through it
0: right it's the so. lebron it's the lebron problem nobody calls fouls on lebron because he would they used to just foul the shit out of him and the refs wouldn't call anything and now he flops and now people are saying lebron's such a flopper but he's you know he was such a big guy it was it was also it's also the same thing as cam newton cam newton takes legitimately seriously big hits playing quarterback and nobody would ever call him because he was just so much bigger than everybody else he was bigger and stronger right. and that's – as a goalie, you kind of got to sell some things more and you got to sell a cross-check every now and again or whatever, and you're not. And that's – sadly, that's part of the game. <laughs> it's that it's harder to tell when you t- power through stuff, but, you know, it's whatever. Uh, but, yeah, so Boston has the fourth most penalty minutes in these playoffs. The Islanders have the seventh most of any team remaining. So, you know, not not great. And obviously that eighth team was Winnipeg, so they've had – you know, Winnipeg only played eight games, and now they're not even remaining technically. But the, and the Islanders played 11. And Gee, so you wonder
1: why. If they had the most penalty minutes?
0: <laughs> no, they had the least. least number of penalty minutes.
1: They, wait, they gave up the least number of power plays and they got swept?
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Damn, bro. What the right. fuck? Well, <laughs> but they
0: also swept somebody else, so it could have been...
1: Oh, that, that's fair. That's fair. It could have that's been... Pr- they and, only played eight total games.
0: Right. So, the Islanders have seven, seventh most of the, of the eight teams that made it into, into the second round. Um...
1: Yeah, we just and the Bruins get no have the,
0: the Bruins have the fourth most, so it's not an insane gap, and it's and it's an eight you know it's eight minute gap for this series. It's just not it's just nothing to cry about right now. I mean, and again, Barry Trotz, Hall of Fame coach, probably and an incredible playoff coach. Again, never lost in the first round. Knows how to get his guys going. Knows how to play serious defensive hockey that's very disciplined. That's what makes Barry Trotz Barry Trotz. <laughs> so you can't just. That's what happens, and so the this uh, Bill Cassidy of the the Bruins head coach yesterday came out, or the manager came out and said,
1: yeah, uh, that, absolutely, they're pathetic. treating the
0: New York, New York Islanders like the New York Saints. So now all Islanders fans are kind of memeing him on Twitter, calling them the New York Saints, which is pretty funny. But uh,
1: I mean, pretty pretty pathetic thing to say from a coach. He tried to, if you watch the whole little question segment, it's about a minute fifteen. He tried to say, you know, all these are good refs, but they're just missing calls. Right. Bro, you can't say that as a coach, man, dude. Your yeah. players, your players gotta give up two less free power plays. If they, if maybe right. you know, if, if 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 Boston doesn't give up those two absolutely free power plays in that game, right? That got converted just for idiotic things. Yeah. Well, that I'll hear it. And the but question will three always be penalties on three penalties on idiocy. I'm not gonna hear it.
0: Not I mean, obviously on the. Uh, on the delay of game penalty, Boston went down and committed one right after one that the Islanders did technically commit. But the one that against the New York Islanders is always a tough call, a tough call. That's always a tough call. People, whenever you, whenever you have one where you hit a guy on your, on their end, and then you flick the puck up and then it happens to hit that guy's stick and then go out. It's hard for that ref to see that. That is always hard. That is, that is one of the toughest calls to have to make. And I don't, you know, and I don't, I don't envy them for having to make that call. And they missed it. They did miss that call. But then the sure. Bruins went and committed, I don't know, one of the most obvious delay of games I've ever seen. So, yep. and then Bruins fans are like, oh, that one get called. The other one get called. It's like, that ain't, hey, you have to call that one.
1: <laughs> there's center, there's also probably delay of games all... that you
0: guys, you guys have probably gone away with in this series. It was similar. But that'll always get called. You can't do that. And then they and then they convert on it, and you know Bruins fans are upset. So my answer is Bruins fans are. It's probably not as bad as you think it is, but you've got minute reasons to beef. You've got you know again, there's been four more penalties called for the Island or on you than the Islanders have had called on them. But you guys, but we only have one extra playoff. We only have one extra power play goal through five games from it. So
1: it's Maybe not making that big of a difference. In important games. Right.
0: Obviously, three of them last night, but you guys also only scored, you know, two goals until until the, the last ten minutes. So again, just not it's just not worth complaining about. I just I don't get it, man.
1: Oh, I think we just need to talk about the main stat, which is uh, five goals on seventeen shots.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that was a, I guess we missed that getting caught up talking about the penalties. But yeah, the Islanders in that in that game did score five goals on seventeen shots. What you guys can't do is that or nineteen shots. Sorry. You no wait.
1: Can't give up goals at uh, every uh, yeah. every fifth shot.
0: Yeah, you can't well, every fourth as, shot actually. As com- uh, you know, combined goalies giving up only having 14 saves and allowing five goals. That's a bad stat, guys. That's bad. That's
1: awful. That's awful. and
0: the Islanders only had three shots in the final period. And you guys couldn't. And you guys still couldn't beat them. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah, that's no. That's that. That's where you gotta well,
1: go, Truman. People don't like it when goalies have a save percentage less than ninety. Right. That's a combined save percentage of I think less than sixty-three. Uh, uh although it's a less, it's a like seventy-four percent. Sorry, 74%. Right, because
0: yeah, their main goalie Tukarask Rask. Obviously, he left after the third period. He got chased out. He allowed. He only had a, get, a save percentage of seventy-five percent, which is terrible. And That's then a terrible. And save then whatever percentage.
1: goalie they brought in immediately a, gave up a goal in the first shot he faced.
0: Yeah, but he only faced three total shots, so he had a save percentage of. Two thirds, six sixty-six point six 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 percentage. Yeah, so.
1: uh, that's like not NHL level. Like, if you have that, you don't play in the league next. Like, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you know, for that rookie goaltender that came in after Tuka Rask, you know, whatever, he only faced three shots, gave up one. But for Tuka Rask, bro, that's like out of the league numbers, homie. You cannot give up
0: the, a se- those kind of a, a team save percentage in the low seventies is never going to get it done, especially in in. When the Islanders score on, you know, one-fourth of their shots, they ain't got to shoot that much. And that's <laughs> – you guys have to play better defense. I mean, that's it. I mean, the Islanders aren't going to take a ton of shots. That's just what they are and who they are at this yeah, point.
1: we play counter.
0: Yeah, and you guys weren't ready for it. So, on to game six. Boss, if you can get it done in the old – I don't know, man. The call season Coliseum call is going to be rocking, but I've got a bad feeling this game's going to game seven. Uh, this series going – I don't know why. But nah, I
1: No, nah, you're bugging.
0: I think I said the same thing during the Penguins series. Because I wasn't sure about Game 5 either. Or Game 6 either. Uh, watch did. party? Are you doing anything tomorrow night?
1: Uh, besides working out, no.
0: Maybe, maybe a little... We'll do a, I'll You know, a little a shameless plug here. But uh, what I've been doing during the Islanders game is... I, uh, we, uh, we do Marby's race. Every commercial break. And then have d- different drinking consequences Ooh. based on what comes up. So you like, have
1: piqued my interest.
0: So, like, one, so like maybe maybe we could do that on stream. We could do it in this frame and do big old reaction Andes to it. But uh, the Islanders, so, yeah, so we did it where, uh, like, one one was just, like, take a shot. Like, if that marble hits, take a shot. But most of it also was, like, for every shot on goal, take a drink. Or for every icing call, <laughs> take a drink or something for
1: like that. For every Islander shot on goal?
0: No every every shot on goal, it's never come up. It's been a marble in there. It's never come in, but we we oh. re rotated every commercial break. But like I and also the one that sticks all the time is finish your drink if the Islanders score. So we've had that for a while. But the issue was is one time it came up where it was like where one of the marbles was finish your drink if the Bruins scored, and the Bruins scored in that commercial in that little span that I had it on. I was like
1: motherfucker,
0: <laughs> and so I scored. And so we I finished the drink. I mean I last last game. Because – or game four when we did it. Because I didn't drink lot yesterday because it was a Monday night. But game yeah, four no. when we did it on Saturday, I drank – I think I had four shots, four or five shots and, like, six beers during the game. Well, and because, like, I had, like, three shots – I had, like, two shots and three beers going into the four, third period, which was the issue. Because then Barzow scored, so you, so you drink. Two minutes later, Sezika scores, so you finish that drink. And then two minutes later, John pa- Gabriel Pajal scores after that – and, like, in that also, like, back-to-back commercial breaks, we hit take a shot, which was just <laughs> insane. So, it was – I was just like, all of a sudden, I was like, oh, my God, dude, I'm so toasted. <laughs> so, we'll see how it goes. Uh, a little shameless plug for everybody. All uh, right. That, that sounds fun. Listening on it. Wednesday morning to the podcast when it first comes out, maybe Wednesday night, join us over on twitch.tv slash Machine or twitch.tv slash so we might be doing some drinking and watch party for the Islanders game. Uh but let's move on to the rest of the league. We've been talking about the islands for maybe 20 minutes. We might have to shorten up that NBA segment. And, oh, too bad. We, just, we, just, we talk so much about the NBA. I we can know, also we cruise through love this. the
1: NBA products so much.
0: We can also cruise through this uh, around the league segment, too. Uh, so the Jets have now been swept by the Canadians. And uh, I would just like to say that I apologize for everybody for even saying it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right? I'm sorry for telling you to bet on the Jets. If it makes you feel better, I bet, I don't know, $65 on the Jets to win that series. And they lost, and they got swept. Damn. And, uh, so uh, Habs
1: are good, man. They they beat you know the best team in the north, and the Leafs. I I don't know how we didn't see this coming.
0: You know that, and that's what I said is I I should have known. I should have known. I'll I'll talk more about it here here in a later. But I mean we should have known. We should have known, right? And right. They got swept. They literally got swept in between episodes. That's what's the most impressive part. Is we had an episode no, on true. Tuesday, and I said, oh the the Habs are gonna get swept, dude. It's it's gonna be terrible. And then they went and got sw- and they, they lost on Wednesday or they lost Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday and Monday and got swept. <laughs> and and then the Habs the Habs beat the Jets and I was like, "Holy shit. I don't think I've lost a bet faster in, in hockey. I don't, I have, but just just it's dumb, just <laughs> stupid, just so stupid." Oh, uh, here. I'm
1: going to take over from you real quick though because oh? uh the Western Conference Final is going exactly like I told you it was going to go. Oh. Fucking crazy. All right, so game one, Avalanche wins 7-0, uh, 7-1, right? Yeah. Detonation, that's what happens in the West. Then right. game two, close game, Avalanche win in overtime. Mm-hmm. Then game three, close game, Golden Knights win 3-2. And then Truman, can you guess what happened in game four?
0: Blowout, blowout in game four.
1: Uh, yeah the golden Knights blew out the Avalanche five one in game four because that's the West so each team has won a close game each team has blown the other team out to give us uh, two two and at the end of the first period Golden Knights are uh, down yeah. one to the Avalanche
0: yeah down one zero to the Avalanche both teams defending their home their home ice perfectly
1: very which is a very interesting. Twist oh, wait! It. Who's got the? Who's got the? Uh, who's got the? Colorado. Colorado has home on advantage. I'm scared of Colorado, man. Yet. They're good. That's what I was. I t- think Colorado's very good. I
0: said. I said we're. Too, I, I said we were just totally off. I've, I have no idea what's going on in the Western Conference. Obviously, last week we talked about because Ryan Reeves got suspended for games two and three. Uh, right. Colorado has to go to overtime in game two to win. Loses game three, and now Ryan Reeves is back. They shut. They blow him out in game four when Ryan Reeves returns. So I said game five tonight and what I have written down is game five is tonight. And I have no, no idea what's going on there, but I love it. And I just, I I love, I love watching the West hockey. It's so fun. I mean, it's so mean, it's angry. It's aggressive. They hit hard. They score a million goals or they play it to overtime. It's so fun. Uh, I still think the the, abs will probably pull it out. I think, right.
1: Uh, the abs. Yeah. I I think the abs are really, really good. I think, I, I do think they win.
0: And just as a meme at this point, uh, I think uh, whoever wins this series will probably sweep the Canadians anyway. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to keep picking them yo, to get swept.
1: <laughs> yo, I, I love how one thing that I want to point out, though, Truman, is we've been talking about how, how the Islanders don't score very many goals. Uh, the Islanders actually have the most goals scored so far. This in the playoffs.
0: Game. Yeah, I, I had that marked down as well. <laughs> as, as funny as it is, the Islanders have scored the most goals of any team, but the Avs have scored the most goals per game because the Avs swept in the first round, and now they've only played four games. That's but, fair. and I think we're just like we're like a couple goals ahead. We're like two or three goals, maybe one goal ahead of the ABS, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, they're with a,
1: uh, three more games with three
0: more <laughs> with three games in hand. But we're second. <laughs> we're I think we're third in goals goal scored per game, which is still yeah, impressive for what five, the Islanders five. have been doing. So again, I I'm not that upset. Although uh, something we haven't talked we didn't talk about uh, that we during the Islanders segment that I do want to bring up talking about goals scored. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Palmieri. Uh, so yeah, yeah. the fun fact about, about that it. is that there is a list going around today of uh, top midseason acquisitions goal, who, who score the most goals in the playoffs. And if you remember last year, Jean-Gabriel Pagia was a midseason. He was a trade, trade deadline acquisition that pretty yep. much immediately signed up to an extension. But in the playoffs, he scored eight goals, which is good for third all time. Most goals scored by a midseason acquisition in the playoffs. <laughs> Palomary right now, seventh all time with six goals scored.
1: Yeah, he's so now a, he's closing he's a in, in on Pajau. He's had a crazy playoffs. Kyle Palmieri, like, he's just like, hey, Zay Jack, bro, let's get ourselves signed to the Islanders. Let's, let's, let's right. stay here, dude. Right. Apparently, that's what he's trying to do because man is going on a freaking tear. Hats right. off to you, Kyle. and every
0: year and every year I go, man, I wish the Islanders would have done more. I wish, I wish they would have got Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall hasn't done shit. Taylor Hall, I think scored one or two goals. I think one was an open netter in game yeah. one, and then maybe another actual goal in this series. He's had two goals, maybe. And none of them have been needle movers, per se. So, yeah, Taylor Hall had a bad playoffs for him, and everybody thought that was going to be the guy. He fought. He, and he also fought in Game 4, which yes. was insane, because he hadn't fought since 2010. He hadn't fought in <laughs> 11 years. Taylor Hall hadn't fought. And he fought He fought one of the Islanders. And the weird thing about Game 4, also, those fights, is is the Bruins would start him. And then they wouldn't throw any punches and just pull the guy to the ice. And technically whoever hits the ice first is whoever loses the fight in hockey. Right. But at the same time if you land four punches on the guy and then he just pulls you
1: down to the ice, it's like you kind of lost but you kind of won, Dude, right? And they and they chose to fight the biggest guys on the Islanders. They were fighting Scott Mayfield, they were fighting and Matt Sizinkus, Martin. Yeah. I and mean, Matt Martin. Dude, so Matt stupid. Martin is literally just the dumbest. Matt Martin's basically fighting Ross Johnson. Just Matt Martin is why like... Why are you doing that?
0: It's like Matt Damon, Jason Bourne. He looks like Matt Damon, but it's Dude, like... he does look like Matt Damon. Or, no, no, no. He doesn't... No, he looks like Brad Pitt. He looks like Matt yeah, Damon yeah, yeah, Brad so, Pitt kind it. of mixed. He looks like Brad Pitt from like Rounders or like Fight Club. Like hardened yeah, yeah. Brad Pitt. And you're like, why would you fight that man? <laughs> so... It doesn't
1: make any sense. I don't... No. Brett. I mean... Didn't they also fight clutterbuck? Just super brain dead fighting yeah, it's with just, like it's just, just, just weird like the stuff. guys
0: on the aisles. Uh the last series here as we talked about the uh, the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning actually finished off the Carolina Hurricanes uh to win their series today. 4-1 today. So if the Islanders win there'll be a rematch in the Eastern Conference Finals again for Oh my gosh. for the New York Islanders versus uh. the Tampa Bay Lightning. Man, that and that would suck to get eliminated by the Lightning twice 2 years in a row. That would just suck. to lose to a dynasty like that, you know. I mean
1: I At mean, least, you know, I, if you're going to lose I, I to anybody, welcome.
0: lose to greatness, like Vasilevsky and Kucherov and all, everything they've got going down there. But in uh, Braden, Braden Point, welcome but, to sh- I, I, I think that I, I think it's a different vibe. It's better. a different vibe. The Lightning do not feel as unbeatable this year, but they've cruised through the yeah. playoffs. So I can't, I don't know. And it, they, what the Islanders need to do for their own good is to get out of this series this tomorrow. They need to win this game tomorrow and get out of the series. Because yep. if you go to Game 7, I don't think it matters who wins Game 7 because I think you lose to the Lightning because you're tired. And that's the thing is you can't yeah, face but... the Tampa Bay Lightning being tired. Is Tampa Bay uh, Lightning I... cruised through the Panthers and the, and, the Hur- and the Hurricanes had to go to Game 7 with the, passion, with, with the, uh, with the Predators. And the Tampa Bay Lightning played one less game there and now, now they get to play one less game no matter what in this series and they might get to play two less games. And so that's part of it is that the Tampa Bay Lightning know how to finish off a team. In, in, in yeah. five games or four games, you know, and that, and this team doesn't have that for whatever reason it is. They always go to six or seven,
1: even if they're the better team. But yeah, but I mean, I, I, I'll i never put the Islanders out of contention. It's like, it's like basically like Barry Trotz is kind of like the Bill Belichick of mm-hmm. NHL right now. Yeah. Like, this would be like if Bill Belichick moved to like the Broncos or something, like, right. which is like just a worse, you know, worse roster than he had, mm-hmm. but it's still like, one of the greatest coaches to I know. ever I coach know. in the sport so I, know. I, I I can never put the aisles out of it
0: but what I'll also say is that maybe the lightning just aren't as hungry this year and maybe that's why it doesn't because it doesn't feel like they're as hungry you know they finished third in the east I mean third in the third in the central division it didn't feel like they wanted it as much as they wanted it last year where they were the you know yeah, the, they're definitely more beatable the president's cup winners year. and it just feels it feels like a different year it feels like the Islanders have. You know, and the Islanders feel different too. The Islanders feel hungrier. I think they feel. You yep. know, last year it felt like they kind of were. You just were like, where the fuck did that come from? But this year in the playoffs, it feels like they're just calculating, and doing, and playing their kind of hockey against everybody. And I'm. It, it yep. makes me more excited. It makes me think that this game will. Uh, that maybe this series goes to seven games instead of six games like it did last year, and maybe it's a different vibe. And especially with the home barn. I mean, that there's some magic going on at the Coliseum. Also, I don't know. I'm excited. Oh, dude
1: yeah i'm ready i'm
0: ready for it if they can get past boston you know uh, again get past boston get it done we're not here to say that they're going to absolutely get it done uh, but it's going to be hard to get through that coliseum crowd on, on game six yeah but boston has the ability to score early against <laughs> varlamov and maybe that barn gets quiet well, maybe
1: early. sorokin plays next
0: game oh man i don't know it's been a lot Ooh, of games yeah, in Susto, a row for varlamov geez. But may, and maybe Sorokin starts, but he's had he's been terrible against the Bruins. That's true. He had a terrible game one, and Varlamov has come in and won won every game, or he's lost one. Varlamov does own the Bruins. Varlamov's gone three and one against the Bruins this series. I don't know how you pull him, but he's got to be getting tired. I we'll,
1: see. we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll
0: see. We'll see. We'll see. We can't you can't put the cart ahead of the horse. Uh... But I think that'll do for hockey. Uh, well, well, it'll do for yeah. kind of our normal hockey talk. Oh, and you got a hockey term of the week for us?
1: Oh uh, yeah, it's weep, uh, and that's weep. what I've just been telling uh, Bruins fans. So basically, uh, unless you're the 2018, a uh, fan of the 2018 Rams, mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to hear anything about officiating. Uh, I know in Kansas City that you know we've historically complained about the refs quite a bit against the patriots mm-hmm. but that was mainly with the alex smith led patriots or in in 2018 when once again got to play better you can't when score when alex zero smith was going the against fr- the patriots right right that was 2017 but okay, in 2018 said, remember said Golden alex smith
0: led patriots and i was like what
1: oh yeah, sorry. sorry alex smith led chiefs you know we complained about the refs all the time versus patriots in 2018 we complained about the refs but scored you know three points in the first half can't do that man you got to you got to one score and defend yep. in all sports. Yep. If you can't if you can't do either of those, you'll win zero games and you can't just blame officials for unlucky breaks. Good teams fight through unlucky breaks.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Weep, weep, Boston fans. That's all we gotta say. Is that is yep. that the officiating hasn't been different enough. Is that you feel like there's been more more fouls against the Islanders. Or you feel that the Islanders have committed more penalties than the Boston has, but the Islanders have got called for four less penalties, and I'll tell you that's not the case. I'll tell you that Barry Trotz puts out a disciplined team every year because he's one of the best coaches of all time, and that's what it does. And also, you'd be silly to say that sometimes those veteran coaches don't get the benefit of the doubt. And maybe they are getting a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. But at the same time, there's nothing you can do about that. That's what I'll tell you. Just
1: I can tell you that you should score open nets. You shouldn't have your top two players uh, send uh, shots through the crease, especially when they get two chances, and you can't miss open nets. Yep. If they score both of those, the Islanders don't win that game. Maybe right. have your best players score goals. And
0: and you guys also got lucky when when that goal squirted through Var, uh, out the back of Varlamov's legs and just happened to, he kicked it in. You got incredibly lucky by that also. So Yep. Again, don't want to hear it. Nothing to cry about here, guys. Uh it, it feels weird to be on this side of it, you know? Because I feel like for yeah. so long. In our sports careers, we've been on the other side of this where oh, the refs are fucking fucking us, you know, with, with the Chiefs and stuff. Yeah. But a lot of times I hear people weep about the Chiefs or the calls that Mahomes get and I say I say weep. I say cry. And I, I don't know, <laughs> man. It feels ooh. I get I get, I get do- why other teams do it. It feels weird. It feels and you feel like a douchebag, but at the same time, dude, I don't well, I don't feel like a douchebag ever talking to any of those mass holes. So I don't I don't care. But
1: I mean, with the Chiefs is different though, because the Chiefs have been like it just it's felt like so long we haven't gotten any calls, and then right. generally the people who are complaining to us are once again Boston fans right. who have been giving us the weep treatment. By the way, 2018 Edelman totally touched that punt. I don't want to ever hear anything different. He his thumb touched that ball.
0: Yeah, and also Chris Jones didn't get shouldn't have didn't rough the passer on that Brady throw. Yeah. Also, also your tackle was lined up half halfway in the backfield. He should have it should have been an illegal formation when Chris. When D Ford was offsides, but that's beside the point. That's um, true. Oh, that's true.
1: That's true. That's the spicy
0: take that nobody ever, ever really talks about. But that tackle, because because it never gets called. But that tackle was two yards back in the deep, back in the deep. Yeah, that's why the, that's
1: why he was so far up. deep
0: in the backfield, and they, you know, D Ford lined up as he should have against that tackle, and they, you know, they got him for it. Whatever. Uh but yeah, uh, my hot hockey team of the week. So that, so Owen's term was uh weep. My Hot Hockey Team of the Week, uh, i got to get to the Montreal Canadiens again. I uh, And and this is the kiss of the death. This is mwah. You guys are dead now. You guys are <laughs> <See> dead. <ya. laughs> you guys are going to play against the, the Colorado or Vegas and get absolutely lit up. You're going to get swept. It's going to be like that year in the NHL playoffs where the Islanders swept the Penguins, then got swept by the Canes, then the Canes got swept by the Bruins, and then the Bruins lost to the St. Louis Blues in the playoffs. Sorry, did you see my door move? I no. swear I saw my door move. I'm going crazy. I think there's just wind blowing in. I think it's a weird pressurization thing. But oh
1: yeah, I mean look at your green screen. You're drafted. Yeah,
0: so. yeah. Oh yeah. I know there's a draft blowing in, but at the same time, I'm like, uh, so Ooh. I just sorry, I'm getting a little spooky over here. But yeah, Montreal Canadiens. Uh, you know, obviously we should have seen it coming the whole time. They were down three-one to the Maple Leafs and then rallied and came back four-three. And, and but we we thought they'd be tired, but no, they got they got enough time off there. Uh, there's also no home teams. There, I mean, there's no there's no home crowd in Canada yet. There's still there is still more lockdown than even New Mexico is. I mean, I, I can, go
1: to America.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that's the funniest post for people on Twitter. Uh, it was R slash Habs, or whatever, posted it and say I go to America, and it was, it was Borat <laughs> from, uh, is from Borat one is very funny. So, uh, my question is my question about that is so, because Canada these the restrictions. Do the Habs go back to Canada to play? Like, will these two teams travel back and forth, or is it going to no, be all in, they, Ve- in Colorado or Vegas?
1: Uh, or I maybe do they
0: have like a donor stadium that they'll use? There's
1: gonna, I think their donor stadium is going to be in like a Michigan. I think they're going to have a Michigan stadium, but or Michigan or Minnesota is going to have a stadium for them. But hmm. I, they, I, yeah, I don't think they're going back to Canada.
0: Yeah, I don't think you get to go back to Canada. I'm interested. I don't know. I wonder how that'll work. I haven't. I, haven't I wonder really if they get to
1: break it. government rules for sports. That's we'll ha- funny.
0: We'll have to look it up. We'll have to look it up after this. But uh, so yeah, the Montreal Canadiens, hot team of the week. Congrats! You swept the Jets. After I bet, you know, fifty dollars on the Jets. So thanks, guys. Never bet on the Jets, no matter what sport. <laughs> I've learned. I've learned my lesson. All right. <laughs> uh, that'll bring us to our health week week crap recap. Um. This is my turn, Owen. I've had a shitty week. <laughs> oh. But to be fair, I think what threw me off is, uh, for those who know me, I uh, have been trying to build a new computer since, like, last October. That's true. So I got, like, a list of computer parts, and I said, this is what I want, blah, blah, blah. This is the video card, all this stuff. And so I got one of those parts that was hard to get, the CPU. I got, I think, a 5800 or 5850X uh, Ryzen. And I was like, oh, yeah, sweet. I got that. I was like, well... You know, because those were of limited supply at the beginning of everything. So uh, along with graphics cards were also limited supply. So I was like, yeah. oh, now that I've got the CPU, I bet the graphics cards are going to lighten up here too also, and I'll be able to get one. And so I bought everything in like late December, like mid-December. I think I built – I like got everything. And then uh, haven't been able to get a graphics card until last week. So – I was able to, so I built everything. I was like, I've just been waiting on a graphics card. It's like building a Corvette, and then putting a Honda Civic engine in it, uh, from ni- a '99 Civ- Honda Civic engine, in it. So I finally, I, uh, I got word that here in Albuquerque, our Best Buy was getting a 30, 3080 Ti's. They were one of like 31 store or 81 stores in America that were gonna get 3080 Ti's. So I got there at 9 p.m. the night before and sat there till 7:30 in line, camped out, and got it. And what I'll tell you is that that threw off my entire week. <laughs> that killed, <laughs> you know, I was super tired, because I did that Wednesday night. I was super tired all of Thursday. Had to, like, take a nap in the middle of the work day. It, but I had, like, worked some in line so that, like, I could afford to do that. But, like, I'd work, like, two or three hours in line, and I took, like, a two-hour nap <laughs> for lunch, essentially. I had sleep for lunch. And then I, you know, powered through on that, and then uh, it was... So it was all that. And so, so I was super tired Thursday. I was still off like Friday. Saturday still felt weird. Sunday still like, you know, was starting to catch up. But then, you know, it's Sunday. I slept till, ended up actually sleeping till like 1 p.m. in the afternoon. Like I like woke up at like 8.30 and then just didn't get out of bed and kept falling asleep and didn't get out of bed till like 12.30 p.m. And then <laughs> on Sunday and then I stayed up till, you know, like 2 a.m. on Monday because I slept till 1 p.m. So all that to be said. I just had a terrible week uh, that had no rhythm to it and no good sleep, so I didn't get any workouts in. I, wor- I worked out on Saturday with stream, but outside of that, like, like Monday, last Monday I ran a two a five k, and like yeah, I Tuesday it. I went and did some stuff in the gym, like a lighter workout so I could get ready for Dom. That's true. And then, you know, I just lost all my steam because I just that just killed Your steam? my <laughs> all my steam. Yeah. Because that just killed my sleep schedule, killed any rhythm, so I'd, I had a terrible week, I had a bad week. Hey,
1: man, we got. that's why we put the uh, the last deadline so far in advance, because you still got time, my brother.
0: That's right, that's right. We're not to the Stanley Cup finals yet, so we got that. Whoa, which reminds me also, in two weeks, just a reminder for you and for anybody listening, Dom That's True will be on Monday night. I just want to make sure that we got that. Yep. Cause, okay uh but yeah i think that was it how was your health week
1: uh it's pretty good i had a lake weekend Ooh. so i mean generally that doesn't mean good things for my health it's but a lot, now drink, that I'm like, a lot
0: of drinking beers probably yeah. but also a lot so of water now sports. that i'm
1: taking care of myself i actually didn't drink any beer what and i just got myself tired as fuck i had oh well, i had a beer i had a single beer
0: did you but drink other alcohol or
1: nope Wow. Just a single beer at the lake. Yeah, it was t- wow. it was hard.
0: Well then it was you need hard. to get hammered tomorrow. We need the honors <laughs> to score like six goals and we'll get you a fucking <laughs> lift Maybe up. but
1: but uh yeah, I did the I tubed a bunch, got my upper body really sore. And then I uh got a gym membership actually. Oh. And I'm joining my brother for workouts and I did uh we did back today, like mainly nice. back muscles. Like okay. hip dips and stuff like that. Right. And that was sore as fuck. And then I even did some cardio in the pool today
0: as well. I'm honestly – I'm excited to get back into, like, the rhythm of going to work and stuff because I think yeah. then I'll come home and I'll just go work out when I get home, you know, because I'll get home at, like, 4.30 as yeah. opposed to, you know, like – and then I'll be in a rhythm. Like, it's harder to be in that rhythm when you're at – when you're working from home. And I think that's oh, an yeah, understated fact. Is it's hard to – because you're just, like – you just don't have any energy, man. I mean, going yeah, out and it, doing stuff that gives you energy – it takes more out of you, but – it your ri- your sleep cycle gets regular you know you're not staring at a computer screen at the, in the same place you're not sitting there for 12 hours a day like i'm doing right now right. you know i get up at seven at 7 a.m i sit down at a computer and i get off at 10 p.m off of com- off a of computer roll back into bed i mean right. that's what it feels like and it, it's hard to get it's harder to get out and go work out but like when yeah you're out and especially and for me and,
1: yeah uh, I'm a morning shift person now. The the dude who put in his two weeks, his last day was Friday, so I'm officially getting there at seven a.m. every day or around seven a.m. Yeah. So I get off work around three thirty. So I got fucking hella time. So yeah. yeah. I better work out, or else I'm just a failure, you know.
0: And I'm excited <laughs> to get two KC because then I'll even have an extra hour. So we'll see. Yeah. Because and I think and this is this is an unofficial thing. we I'm trying to brainstorm a lot of this. I think I'm going to move Grub Buds to the same day as Dom. That's true. So that way I just kill one day a week. Instead of not being able to do stuff Monday and Tuesday, just kill our Monday. Dude, Don, that's true. Do Grub Buds back-to-back, one or the other. And I think we'll tighten up Grub Buds a bit and see. We've got a lot of interesting plans to go on with Grub Buds. Fair enough. I've got to make some decisions there. But it's like I appreciate having the guest aspect of it. But I want to start having, like, live guests. Yeah. Well, you know, obviously that cuts out some of our, you know, our regulars with with Rory and uh, Trey and... You know yeah, our, our friends from West Virginia, or, well, well not Joe. Joe could you know Joe can come up. He's he's interviewing at a a place right by my work. That was by your work. Which place? A, a little bit up the road. Starts with a Q. We won't say it.
1: Oh yeah yeah I got you I got you.
0: Yeah, but it was just up the road. He's interviewing there for their for an IT job. So we could have we, we could have been the triangle of terror right there, dude. That'd have been crazy. Hey hey
1: you never know you never know they uh, they have an analytical lab back at Pra. So the return to Pra isn't something
0: that's totally out of the question. Damn. All right. Uh but that's our health week recap. Uh let's actually do a rapid fire. Let's do 2 minutes of NBA stuff. Uh right. sorry guys, we've got to cut it for time. It's we talked so much about the Islanders, but there's so much to talk about right now and so I'm not really sorry about it. We're in the mix of the NHL playoffs and I man, we just like the NHL and the NFL so much more than the NBA. I mean, it's just not a huge fan of the NBA. It, it's just the NBA playoffs are the best part of the NBA. But it's still it's just less not exciting, man. Because... But NHL playoffs are maybe some of the best playoffs.
1: Oh yeah, uh, well, and... and in the same way, they're both generally seven-game series. You know, in NBA in NHL. Right. But we are, we've already talked about this. In the NBA, the better team wins ninety-five percent of the playoffs here. Yeah. Right. That's not the case in the NHL.
0: Or the NFL or the MLB. It's
1: the the NBA is very front office based right they the like i said the better team generally wins and nhl has so much more parity you know with you know uh, it, a foul is worth you know around one and a half points in nba that's not right. an insurmountable mountain. penalties are worth a lot if right. you score them in yeah
0: because the because because like look at look at tampa bay carolina that's a 2 that's a 2-0 game and if one of those was a penalty that mean that's essentially 50 points that right. they scored off of a power play if they scored one of those goals on power play and that's just the difference i mean and teams and not only so parity comes in a lot of forms in the nhl is that the nhl was the only team of the major four leagues that didn't have a team that missed the playoffs in the 2010s no team missed the playoffs one every team went to the playoffs at least once in the nhl during the 2010s And in the NFL, like, seven teams didn't go. In the NBA, like, five teams didn't go. In the MLB, like, three or four teams didn't go. But in the NHL, it might have been one team. But I think it was actually none. So I'm pretty
1: sure they all made it. Because I think even Detroit made it in 2010.
0: Yeah. So, well, yeah, because they made it, like, early. Detroit was still good into the early 2010s. And then they fell off hard. Uh, Yeah. But that being said, we don't like the NBA that much. So let's do a quick two minutes. Uh, The the Lakers uh, generally uh lebron's always going to be your favorite i'm sorry guys he's gone to the last 10 finals he's always going to be your favorite uh he was was always going to be the favorite he is now out so we're going to talk about it real quick uh now that the lakers are out who is the favorite to win and then who is your favorite team that you're actually rooting for own give it to me in Uh, 30 seconds or less
1: i think you have to give it to the nets uh the front three of, of of katie harden and Kyrie is crazy uh, those are three, you know, top 10 players all on the same team. Mm-hmm. Kyrie, arguably top 10. But uh, Harden and KD certainly playing top five. Five, for sure. Yeah, both of those players in the top five. Always in the MVP uh, conversation. KD, 100%. Harden, I think you have to at least give he, him number five. He won I think you could argue Harden years. up to three. Yeah. But I think I think KD is either one or two yeah um, uh, so I think the Nets were the favorite to win it, but I love the Suns. I need, I need Chris Paul to get a ring, man. Out of all the NBA players that deserve a ring, bro, it's rookie of the year, Chris Paul. Come on. Yep. Uh, you you got to love the story, you know, moving to the Suns. He's been just point God, you know, come on. He's got a great mm-hmm. nickname, great guy, funny player, just excellent skills and hasn't won a ring. So he needs to get one.
0: Yep. Uh, yeah. I, I've got pretty much the same stuff. I think, I think it's a boring answer, but it's the right answer. I think the Nets are probably your favorite right now. Again, you already said it, Kyrie, Harden, and KD, and a Kyrie, and Harden was out the last the last two games, and they still dismantled the Bucks. So the Nets yeah. are obviously They're your okay. favorite, and I'm and I'm with you on the same thing. I the issue I with the West, the Utah Jazz have been calling fans uh, some racial slurs and stuff, and then yeah, that. Uh, The Utah Jazz are playing the Clippers. I don't really want to see the Clippers win again. Kind of a nah, you know again they formed a team and then. It's all the LA stuff, and you know I don't want to have the talk. Oh, the Clippers are so much better than LeBron. I don't want to have all that talk. So I'd rather I, I don't want to see either of those teams win. It sucks because the Nuggets and the Suns are the t- are playing each other, and those are the two teams that I'd like to see win.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: And of course they had. I would have loved it for that to be the Western Conference Final. So at least one of them is making the conf- making right. the NBA Finals. But we'll see. Uh, I mean,
1: they got they got similar buildups. I mean, like you know, yeah. Donovan Mitchell and Joker and you know CP3 and D Book. You know, just just great stories out of all those players. Right. Obviously, Nicola Did you see that picture of Joker going around? By the way.
0: Yeah, the one of him is it the one of him like as a in kid the chair? being like you know yeah, just like a, yeah 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 you know like a fat little kid like of, this is your MVP. The Rito <laughs> yeah. was trending today because that was what was shown on the screen whenever the Denver Nuggets drafted Nikola <laughs> Nikola Jokic Jokic Jokic. Jokic, yeah joke yeah uh whenever they Dude, drafted he, him he's, t- he's they uh, ran a taco bell commercial for the case instead of showing him like getting drafted that's right. what that's what denver fans saw whenever he got drafted so that was going around uh but right. no matter what it's kind of a fun this will be a fun one uh oh and can you tell me the the last team to win is to win a title that's remaining in these playoffs this was going around on twitter today the most too. recent team the yes.
1: most recent team out of all of them yep uh The the most, wow. (laughs) Don't think about it too hard. Um, Is it the Clippers?
0: It is not. Uh, There's actually five teams that haven't won a title ever out of these remaining. Uh, That would be the Nets, the Jazz, the Clippers, the Suns, and the Nuggets. Neither of those teams have ever won an NBA title. And of the other three teams, the most recent title from that group would have been 1983 when the uh, Philadelphia 76ers won it in 1983 yeah, the bucks yeah, won it in 1971 and the atlanta hawks well it might not have been the atlanta hawks but the hawks won it in uh 1958 so again <laughs> a lot of fun you know at most the team that wins it is the first team to win it, it is they win their first championship in 30 years and at worst and, and at best you know a team that's never won it wins one so that's pretty
1: fun yeah in a league that does not have parody at all mm. nba has some of the, the least parody in sports
0: Right, and I would say none of those teams are favorites right now. All those of the teams remaining, the three teams that have one championships, oh, the yeah. Hawks, the good. Hawks, the Bucks and the 76ers, none of those guys might make it out.
1: Is be that much. It would be cool for the Nets, you know, Nets been a downtrodden franchise ever since they stopped being good in the late uh, the early 90s. <sighs> it would
0: have be been fun, it just sucks that they have three of the best players in the in the league. So, yeah, on their team not it, it makes it makes it less fun. But, um uh, That'll do it, I guess, for the sports stuff. Let's uh, get into our top five real quick. Again, we gotta kind of gotta cruise through this. We've spent so much time talking, but I really do appreciate the conversation. I appreciate everybody sticking with us that have stuck through it. Uh, our top five of the week, actually, Owen, this week is colors. Yeah. I looked back on it. We hadn't done top five colors, so I've got mm. our top five. Uh, I'll let you. I'll let you go first. I assume this will. All right. Again, oh, we can we right. can do I'll... this one pretty quick. But yeah, I'll, I'm, gonna I'll let scooting.
1: You go. I'm gonna get Scoot. I'm gonna get Scoot. Okay. Yep. Uh, number five, Orange uh, Islanders. Okay, cool. Moving on. Number four, blue. Uh, I've always loved blue. Royals, Islanders, Tottenham. Cool. Moving on. Number three, black. Great color. Uh, Truman knows since he's my friend. I wear a lot of black, whether it's, you know, black shirts, uh, black shoes. I always have a black pair of Nikes.
0: It's always a little more slimming, um, black. Black's a little more slimming.
1: Yep, This true. Um, and, I, you know, I wear black pants all the time. Like I said, I wear black all the time. It's I couldn't leave it off. Uh, number two green Green is my was my childhood favorite color um, until I you know got up to my number one color which is probably the top color for both Truman and I which is purple baby It's gotta be uh, purple royal purple definitely um, am a lavender enthusiast as well now having mm-hmm. gone to K State yep. but I think once you go to K State like purple is just you know such an excellent color um <coughs> yeah and i've been like, muted on obs for like the entire stream so that was super fucking cool um <laughs> oh man well unfortunately, they got to hear stream has now uh uh heard me say purple's good so, nice. so
0: they were just hearing my takes the entire time yes great oh that's right i felt like i've talked a lot this episode anyway so at least they got all that <laughs> uh give me a list five through five through one again
1: oh my i can't believe i did that I, i've never done that uh it's uh orange blue black green and purple in ascending order
0: nice that used to happen to me actually a lot at the beginning when we first started recording this like the cat would come across and hit my mute button on obs yeah yeah. i'd be muted for 10 minutes and i'd look and be like holy shit. so and then, I, the and then and then i'd have to go record your audio off of yours sit there and just <laughs> record audio off my desktop and then because I can't export your highlights, it was terrible. But yeah, so
1: no worry. Let's hear your top five, my guy.
0: All right, uh, number five, green. I just I, I like green. It's a, it's a solid color. I think a, a nice dark green. I think is just a nice looking. I, I I like it on sports teams too. I think Minnesota Wild's pretty cool. I think the Bucks look pretty cool. The Stars not a not a bad one either. There, greens just a good a good sports color there. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, Celtics, Celtics green also uh, just a classic a classic look there. Blue is my number is my number four. Similar, and I think I think we're gonna do the same for a lot of this. Is we're gonna we're gonna associate our colors with sports teams. So Royals, kind of bringing in the blue for me there. Uh, You know, I love the powder blues and the blues. I love it all Uh, on the Royals jersey. I think that's some of the best. Uh, Number three, the red for the Chiefs, and uh, Mm -hmm. you know, I just enjoy. It's a nice. It's a strong color. I actually used to the suit that the suit combo I used to always wear in college was a black black suit jacket, black suit pants, black shirt red tie because that would mean that tie is
1: sick though i could not blame you for wearing that tie that tie was sick Mm
0: -hmm. or i'd go a champagne tie every now and again also Mm. uh number two i actually have purple at number two uh Mm. again we again a nice royal purple a lavender like you said also i love purple especially after going to k-state again i probably wouldn't have liked it as much but then you wear so much purple and you're like i kind of look good in purple i like this color you know and then and it's just again i think k-state has some classic looking jerseys and uh, number one is orange. Uh, that was actually my childhood favorite favorite color. And it's kind of stuck with me. I still like orange. I get a lot of orange stuff. Uh, whenever we originally did the uh, the uh, layouts on the stream, I did uh, did I do that? I was wondering if I, I – I accidentally hit that button. So you couldn't hear me, but everybody else could. But uh, when we originally did the layouts on the stream, I uh, it was orange and blue. It was very Islanders-based. Right, yeah but uh it was you know and it wasn't even just for the islands, it was honestly just i really like orange so orange always ends up on there and i really like it so uh from five to one i had green blue red purple and orange
1: that's solid it's so number one
0: i think i think a lot of overlaps i think what did you switch i think i got red and you got black i think so yep. i think is one yep. we switched out Alrighty, man uh owen if we wanted to hear more from your face where could we get that
1: Twitch and twitter at domination seven that's d-a-h-m-i-n-a-t-i-o-n-7 i stream sporadically trying to pump it up uh soccer season's ending so my 24-hour stream is coming soon uh but yeah now that i uh, get off work at 3 30 i'll definitely be able to stream probably a lot more uh yep yeah i believe my
0: 24-hour stream is gonna be coming probably late july honestly if i had to guess because i'm not going to do it before i leave albuquerque because we're going to do the setup. I think we've talked with your roommate about getting us a cool setup. And then I won't, yeah. like, have a calm weekend in January until, like, the end of it. So, I mean, July. Sorry. <laughs> I won't have a calm right. weekend in July till like, the end of it. Because it's, like, 4th uh, of July weekend's that first weekend. The next weekend will be my right. dad's birthday weekend. Uh, the th- weekend after that will be my girlfriend and grandma's birthday weekend. So then, you know and then we'll be running around all that time so you know third week in July we'll probably want to hang out with just my girlfriend and then maybe the fourth weekend in July might be uh, when we do that but yeah you can find me I've been Trubestine you can find me at Twitch and Twitter uh, by S T E E H N M A C H I N E that's Steen Machine all uh, one word we do uh, we normally do Grub Buds Monday nights at 7:30 uh, p.m. or 7:45 p.m. central time Dom That's True, normally Tuesday nights, 7.30 p.m. Central Time. You can also listen to Dom That's True and Grub Buds if you missed one or the other. Or if you just like came in in the middle of the episode, you can listen to it on Apple, yep. iTunes, or Spotify, whichever you prefer. Wherever you guys get your podcast. And then um, we also do uh, we do other stuff. I stream mostly Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights also. I, well, Sunday's been less so. Uh, I've just been less on. I've been trying to chill more on Sundays. And again, those weekend streams are going to get walked back a lot. Once I moved to Kansas City and, you know, again, streaming was never my main, you know, it was never going to be my main source of income unless it really took off. And it, you know, I didn't, I didn't uh, gain a million followers in a month, so I don't think it took off. So, uh, <laughs> we'll see, <laughs> you know, I do appreciate everybody tunes in, but, uh, yeah, it just won't be as, you know, involved. We'll still probably, we'll keep the podcast going in KC, but outside of that, the streaming, I don't know how much we'll do. It might, you know, it might become one, one or two times a week, honestly, for streaming. Right. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but you know, see, Owen can stream so much because he doesn't have a girlfriend. So once he gets a girlfriend too, his stream hours will <laughs> yeah, go all the way once down. I, once
1: I figure that part out of my life, uh, my streaming content. Which means, <laughs> which is
0: once I get to once I get to Kansas City, and then I'm wingmanning. Uh, man, I was thinking <laughs> about that last <laughs> night. <That's>... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's over. It's over. Any woman, any woman in Kansas City, look at him, because you're gonna be sleeping with him in one month. <laughs> get, remember that face. All right. <laughs> uh <laughs> we should we should do our pop culture minutes owen oh what all do right, you got for so, your pop culture minute?
1: yeah uh got an email today oh at like the end of work like two fifty eight. i get off at 3 30 fully uh fully vaccinated people no longer have to wear masks at work hey. so it's really it's the beginning of the end for all for all you mm-hmm. hoes out there my mask to me is gonna go away i'm gonna my skin's gonna clear up no more mask on my face I'm fully vaccinated, baby. So Man. I'm not wearing that to work.
0: I got a zit on my nose. I, I never get acne. I don't know if you've I don't know if you've ever noticed that like during like the years that you've got me. We've known each other for probably five or six years. I think in that yep. time I've probably had five or six zits in my life. And yeah. I got yeah, no, I got one on my nose. I don't know. Yeah, so like still... I
1: mean like as you've seen the masks. The mask needs really been attacking me, but when oh, you broke that out ends today, baby,
0: you broke out really bad when I was in KC too, with whatever the hell yeah. that was. And then, yeah, but yeah, but it's really the beginning of the end for all the, for all the women in Kansas city. Well, not, but not in a bad way. Sorry, not in a threatening way. But it's the More beginning to, of the end for yeah, yeah. Uh, all
1: my haters, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Cause there's so right. many of them.
0: My, you know. my office actually got that email. We got that email last week. Uh, fully vaccinated oh, wow. individuals don't have to wear yeah. the mask around the office. So, yeah, and then I don't know if you've been in Kansas. Uh, I haven't been in Kansas and Missouri as much, but I know you guys basically ain't wearing masks anywhere there anymore either. And even because even in New Mexico, we ain't wearing masks anymore. Like, a uh, lot, lot of grocery stores aren't doing it, uh, restaurants aren't doing any anymore, stores, a lot of stores ain't doing it. So, it's really the beginning of the end is when New Mexico starts to open up. But New Mexico's, you know, like 75 or 80% of adults have at least one vaccine in New yeah. Mexico. So, you know, again, I've loved living in New Mexico during this because they took it serious and I
1: okay, real quick real quick before your before you pop culture minute, uh in the email, people who aren't vaccinated still have to wear masks. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. And and in order to get permission to not wear a mask at work, you have to email your COVID card. So they can't be like, Oh, I'm vaccinated. <laughs> Rip bozo, you have to wear a fucking mask, God, idiot.
0: I'm smoking on that unvaccinated pack. Uh well, my, uh, my pop culture menu will be kind of short and sweet, which is exactly what we needed for this episode. Uh, it's National Best Friends Day, Owen. Ooh. I just wanted to say uh, happy National Best Friends Day, Owen. I didn't know
1: so. it was na- Hey, dude, bro. Uh, I'll Venmo you $20 if you Venmo me $20. Uh,
0: yeah, you do it first, though. <laughs> All
1: right, dude. <laughs>
0: no, trying- no, don't Venmo me 20 20- I don't want to log on Venmo just to send you back $20. <laughs> but because I, I, I would meme you and not send it back but i'd feel bad so then i'd still send it back is that an orange pop is that an orange soda yeah. you got a fanta i uh,
1: know there's a crush. Remember, the oh, best, the best orange oh soda. interesting interesting
0: man that's yeah. dangerous i don't keep canned soda in my apartment because i just i would drink so much soda
1: yeah you got, okay. i gotta be careful i drink an ass load of water during the day so
0: that's good though all right well yeah i just want to say happy best friends day Best friend i didn't
1: know it was national best friends day i must have yep. not been on twitter very much today yep. happy national Best Friends what a friends way day to day. cap
0: off dom that's true episode number 41 where we talked way too long we threw it back to like the beginning of dom that's true where every <laughs> where every episode was like an hour 45 minutes and everyone's like <laughs> why and we had like 20 bullet points and stuff and now we've got it down to six bullet points and we still go an hour 20 baby so some <laughs> things stay the same some things never change that's the same thing some things change, some things never stay the same. You know, whatever. Uh, I appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, again, uh, thank you for episode 40. We really do appreciate it. That's, you know, and we're, yeah. we're coming up on a year. We might take like a couple weeks off after the NHL season's over and maybe into yep. the NFL. We'll figure it out. You know, we haven't taken a week off since we started it, and I've got a lot of moving and stuff coming up. Dude, so. we
1: haven't. We really haven't. That's – Yeah yeah that's been kind of crazy we've had some busy ass shit happen to us dude we still haven't missed
0: yeah and but we might we might have to miss here coming up soon we might no
1: we gotta keep the street no i don't i've got furniture to
0: buy once i get to KC and stuff i got so much stuff i gotta do dude
1: we'll we'll be the only podcast like on spotify that'll have a year straight no but then but we can
0: take but we can but after going 50 weeks straight or like or so many weeks in a row we can then take 2 weeks off and build it as big as Dom That's True season 2 baby that'll be the big thing we'll have a big promotional video that's, for it
1: that's an Mhm. Mm-hmm. yeah once we hit that 52 let's just go ahead and book uh Dom That's two, True vacation which is a 2 week break or at least
0: yep well i don't know i don't know uh, if we'll hit 52 we'll see cuz i think i think it'd be smart to do it once the nhl season is over I'm glad that we're talking this out in front of everybody who's uh, waiting on this episode to yeah, end. Yeah, still on stream. Yeah, again, that's been Owen, Dom, Ivan, Trumanstein. I really do appreciate everybody. We really appreciate you guys listening this far. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, we do. We just appreciate it. We like come out here and talk about sports every every week with you guys, and whether it's whether it's five of you, ten of you, or you know, maybe someday a thousand of you. We don't really, you know. We, we try to make the same people no matter what. And uh, we appreciate you guys all tuning in and keeping us rolling. We like to do it for you guys. I and mean, we always appreciate new ideas. That's probably my favorite thing also. Before we get out of here, my favorite thing you can do is, is send us an idea or something you want us to talk about. I love that because it means you're listening, yeah. you're engaged. And we. It, it takes one person to say one thing to me. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll absolutely do that. You guys want – like I had one person that's like, hey, can you start up, uploading Grub buds to YouTube? I had one person. I was like, yeah, dude, I'll do that. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Would i take two minutes of my time sure absolutely so i started doing that i think that.
1: there have legitimately been one suggestion that we haven't done like just like and that even though even like literally all the every time we say hey send in your hottest takes we have talked about literally all of them like except for one or two.
0: Oh yeah and you know that's how we'll start off season two because we'll do we'll do another chief's hot take special oh, for, this, and for the upcoming an season. entire
1: yeah it, an entire episode. Let's try to do an entire episode on just other people's hot things. Oh, yeah. That would be a great episode.
0: Absolutely. All right. That's been Owen Dom. I've been Truman Again, you can find him on domination set, twitch.tv slash domination Same at Twitter and me at Steam Machine, Twitch, and Twitter. We appreciate you guys for making it this far. We will see you next week. And then the next week after that is on Monday, but we'll still be here. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you then.